What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Offside Report. We're all in a happy mood today. Al's coming off his best weekend of his life, I reckon. What a result for Tottenham. What a result for the Premier League and the title race. Liverpool were able to capitalise with a win against Norwich, but I'm keeping a lid on it until Thursday at least. But it's all about Spurs. We will dissect everything from that result at the Etihad and all the title talk very soon. The top four race is also brewing. United weather to storm in Leeds. Wolves keep climbing and so do the two North Londoners. And let's not forget about the cellar dwellers. Watford and Burnley show some signs of life after we wrote them off last week and remind us that it's perhaps not over just yet. But before we get stuck into it, it's always my pleasure to welcome the rest of the Offside Report crew, Al, Mitch and Jimmy. Boys, welcome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming us, Nicholas. And, and you know, you do exaggerate a lot of the time, but you, when you said that it was the best weekend of Al's life, he's had two <laughs> kids, he's been married, but the fact is Tottenham has never lifted silverware, so I think a home and away win against Manchester City is probably right. It is the best weekend of his life. How do you enjoy it, Alan? Jimmy, never yes. lifted silverware. It's been 13 years. No, nah, never. 14 years. Um <laughs> What was it? March 2008. Uh, yeah. so, what's that? God, my mass is terrible. Yeah, was it the best weekend of my life? Uh, I wouldn't say so, but I mean, the best, <laughs> obviously the best game. Can't believe this is the third pod in a row that we're actually starting with Tottenham. I know. Uh, well, it's, it's not on the rundown. The town. We can't help it. I wanted to avoid it, but Nick wants to bring it up because he thinks that Liverpool are in with a chance now that City have dropped points. I mean, I, I always thought they were in with a chance, mate. But now I think it's official, wouldn't you say, Mitch? You'd be on my side with this. I mean, the, the title race is well and truly on, you would have to say. You you picked the wrong person to join your side in this one. I still think it's City. It's just cities to lose. They're not going to lose it. It's a little stumble out of the blocks. But, <laughs> Nick, I want to pick up on the fact you said we wrote Burnley off. I've never written Burnley off. Oh. They've still got games in hand. They're, they're coming. It's true. They're coming. I mean, they still have to win those games in hand, but they looked bloody good on the weekend, 3-0. We'll, we'll probably dissect that a little later on in the podcast, but um, we, we'll, we'll start off with the Eddie had Tottenham and Manchester City. Let's go in depth with this because it was a shock result. We did predict it. Oh, we didn't predict it, actually, no, last week. Oh, I'm going to say... Alan and I thought it was going to be a 5-0 win to City, but I was hopeful that Conte might pull out a masterclass, and he did. He did. And actually, in fact, it was a masterclass from Harry Kane and Son as well. So what did you think of those two performances, Al? Well, Son and Kane, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, the, the whole team were, were phenomenal, I thought. You know, from front to back. Son and Kane, now they've now combined for, what is it, 36 goals? Mm. Um, which equals the, the Premier League record with with Drogba and Lampard. Um, the in the Premier League at the moment. They are actually. That was the only. It was the second goal of this season actually um, that they've combined. So it's that they haven't been playing together as well, playing that well together for a while. But uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say? Mm. Um, you know, they to to get two assists for for, for Son and obviously two goals for Kane. He could have yep. got a hat trick as well, so he was unlucky not to get that third one. I thought. What did What did you do when the last goal went in? Where were you watching it? I mean, the blood pressure. My, you know, I'm, as you know, I'm quite old. Older than yeah, me. yeah. Definitely. So, you know, I mean, I'm coming down now. It's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about it. 
you know, the blood pressure's up, my heart heart rate's up right now. I and mean, it was just so exciting, wasn't it? Which is dangerous for a seven-year-old. But yeah, but uh, did you did you wake the house? Did you what was what were the emotions? What was the scene? Set it for us. Well, it, was, it was a good time actually for us. So I mean, I didn't. I mean, it's four thirty kickoff, obviously. But mm. you know, the kids are up around about five, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, they could they they go through the emotions with me. It's pretty pretty tough for a. Uh, um, and not so one year old yet. So uh, she she kind of looks at me like I'm a crazy fool. But yeah, uh, like we all do, like you all do. But yeah, <laughs> going back to the match, I think uh, I tell you what, Jimmy, you'll love this. But that yeah, Kulisevsky or Kulisevsky, should I say? Oh, like that. You like that? Yeah, I love you that. Goal and assist for you know obviously the assist for the match winner. I told you he was good, Alan. You didn't believe me. I told you he was good. Well, big thanks to you, Jimmy, I was going to say. and you, But, I mean, he's a bit of a cool character, isn't he? He is. He's very cool and composed, and especially for his age. Like, he's very mature for his he's age. He's 21. Yeah, he's 21 years old. And when he was a part of mine, he was a teenager, and he was basically leading that side, and, and he was already a leader as a teenager. So it just shows, you know, mm-hmm. and now he comes into, you know, the biggest, the second biggest league in the world, I'd say, um, and, and plays like that. He's he's loving the boys around him, and I think that he get he's got this ability to uh, relate to people. Like they always say in the change rooms, like he's a really nice guy, and he's interested in other people. And everyone gets around him, and I think he's fit in, you know, perfectly now. And uh, he's probably one of the biggest reasons that Tottenham got that win on the weekend. Mm. Twenty-one years old, first Premier League start, and it was in the backyard of the champions as well. So to like Al said, get a goal and an assist. And he actually got another assist for Harry Kane, but it was chalked off for offside. Um, that, 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 yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a pretty impressive uh, full debut. And all of a sudden, that front three at Tottenham looks pretty scary. And Jimmy, you you were touching mm. on the um, the the top four uh, yeah, it's, race it's, earlier. You reckon it's set. it's set in stone? It's set. Said it last week. It's set. I believe. I believe that Spurs and Arsenal. Uh, with the games in hand, they've got one hand on the top four at the moment. I think the only team that could one hand relax. I mean, if I mean, okay, if they win if, their games in hand, I mean, like they they will go in the top four. Well, I mean, if any team's going to do it, it's going to be Tottenham because Conte is an absolute master. I want to ask Mitchell this because why don't teams more teams play like this? I mean, we saw it when Crystal Palace back in October with their 2-0 win, but they play the low block and they want to counter-attack and, and, and make use of the slow centre-backs. They can get in space behind them. The Spurs did that perfectly. Why don't more teams do this against Man City? Because, City yeah, also- great win, but why, could, why don't more teams use this as a blueprint? Because we saw it, Crystal Palace did it. No, look, you're not wrong, but City also assisted it massively. They they almost let Tottenham have all the wide areas to themselves. They mm. they they said pretty much they allowed them to cross all they wanted. And, and I don't know why you'd exactly want Harry Kane, you know, getting headers or anything into the box. I don't think that's an advantageous at all. But City allowed them completely to play in there. Um, obviously, Cancelo got caught out a fair bit going forward um, and just did not get back at all. But it's a blueprint that might work for everyone because Hep will just sit there now. And I mean, clearly it's worked now twice, but mm. he's not going to say, make the same mistake against Conte. You know, that's what Tottenham had clearly are a bit of a bogey side. They got him in, you know, the opening round of the year, opening fixture, sorry. Um, 
and they've got them again now. So there's clearly mm, a bit of something true. where Pep just doesn't like it, or maybe he's just trying to say, look, Harry, you can score against us. Now come score for us. So, oh, yeah, you know, right. he's they just want trying to now? impress his new boss. <laughs> that's all it is. He's just, he turned up, goes, look, here's, here's one worth 110 mil. Pay me Pep um, and move on. But hey, look, it's definitely 200 mil now. So you know, <laughs> oh. he's not going to sell him. Levy can't afford to sell him because you can't build a stadium and then not, you know, bring anything with it. And you can't get rid of your best player after building a stadium like that. But no, look, Tottenham played fantastically. Uh, Kuliseski was phenomenal. He was really nice to watch, actually. He just he just seems to move across that pitch so well, and just effortless. Um, City, yeah. That's what but, they do. They find them. <laughs> they find them and grow them. Al, my question is, do you think you can go two wins in a row and can you go to Burnley now? Because it's a tough place to play. We heard if it's Nick, windy Nick and cold, give us the warning signs. if it's the weather's bad, I don't know if you could do it. It is. The, the weather's one thing, but it, it's also the formation. I mean, you're not going to be able to play a low block against Burnley, so it's going to test Conte and Tottenham um, for a different angle. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, it'll be tough. I mean, they've just had, what, the Storm Eunice over in the UK last yeah. week. So it would have been terrible if we were playing it on you know, Thursday, Friday, just gone. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be tough. Mm. You know, it's away from home. We're doing all right away from home at the moment, though. That's, you know, two wins on the bounce. Well, actually, apart from Chelsea in between that, we don't forget, we forget about that one, though. Uh, but obviously, we beat Leicester 3 2, and then Man City 3 2 with the excitement that's happening mm. at the moment. So mm. we beat Burnley. Oh, who knows? I mean, oh, come on. It's Burnley. It's Burnley. Yeah, confidence. It's, it is away from home on Thursday, but let's see. Just on that storminess so. as well, you guys were laughing at me when I was complaining about the win last week, but it turned mm. out that it was just the beginning of storminess. So I, I think I deserve an apology. You know, I, I had a point. What was the point? The point was, was that it was very, very windy and it turned <laughs> out to be one of the biggest storms in England's history. I, th- so. I thought your point was that it, it's so cold for the Liverpool players and windy no. that it was always going to be a tough game because of the weather. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, Nick, well and truly. Yeah, can we go back to Nick's question about the title race? Like, I was going to say Nick had a point, but Liverpool got three points, so it doesn't matter. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. well, that's it. That's it. So we're able to play and win at Burnley. In, does it, does in anyone think that it's actually year. open? Like, in all honesty, Nick, do you, do you know Liverpool have got no chance of winning it? Uh, no, I don't believe that, Jimmy. I think we've got every chance of winning it. I mean, I think anyway, like, uh, there's only 12 games to go. That's... Mm. I uh, that actually shocked me when I was looking at the table. It's come around on us pretty quickly, but you know, if we win our game in hands, which is a big if because I still believe anything can happen, I want to keep a lid on it. We got leads on Thursday morning. If we win that, three points behind, and it's actually quite, quite interesting when you look at the next five games for City and Liverpool. City's next five are Everton away. Man, you at home, Palace away, you never know what can happen. Brighton at home, and would you believe it, Burnley away. So I wouldn't say it's the weather's good for that one. (laughs) That's exactly right. But (laughs) you never you never know what can happen, especially now that Champions League, you throw Champions League games in the mix of that, and every game's going to be tough. Liverpool, um, I mean, it's it's not easy as well. They got Leeds at home, West Ham at home. Brighton, Arsenal, and Man U. And then after those five games, uh, it's the big one in April, Liverpool versus City. They still have to play each other. It's at the Etihad. And look, 
whether you know whether Liverpool win the title or not, I just want to see a race. And I think I speak for all Premier League fans. We we just want to see some entertainment and a showdown with Liverpool and City neck and neck in April would be pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Just watch the City R if you want to see a decent race because that is tight. I don't know if you want to cross to me later in Rome and, and then see what's happening over in the Italian league, but wowee. We will later. We will okay. later, but it, it is still pretty close. I'll, put a, I'll, I'll park the gondola for a little bit. Uh, right, I cool. think I think the Premier League is brewing. It's catching up to the Serie A in terms <laughs> of closeness, if that's a word. Um, but the top four, uh, did we touch on that? Manchester United, obviously, they've got... Um, what about the character? The character of Man United, that everyone put a line through them, especially when they went down. Because we know United after the 60th minute, bang, they go behind, it's over. It's fe- But for them to really dig deep and show some heart against the arch rival was great to see, wasn't it? No one, everyone doubted them. You know, Al messaged me at halftime, United are gone. Mitch even said to me, look, man, I don't think we can do it. And I said, just believe, just believe in the Red Devils. And that's what happened. It was great. And it's just why the top four is already sealed. So I'm sticking with that. Well, this is the thing. They get up for a derby. So what actually does worry me is I feel like if if any team's going to beat City at the moment, I think United could just about turn up and do it in that oh, because yes. Ralph okay. will want that on his cap. The players actually seem to turn up for those games and then we'll go and lose to Norwich, um, you know, in the next match just because that's what United do. Mm. But, you know, I think that I think that game will have a lot to do with the title race as well. I think if City go in with a three-point lead into that Liverpool match, Nick, and you lose, that's you're done and dusted. If it's neck and neck in that match and Man City can't pull out a win, I think I think you're a chance. But I think you need to, yeah, it needs to be neck and neck at that point. No points in it. It's got to be a draw at the top of the you know, goal difference. There's not much splitting you both. It's it's tied up there. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I I I agree with it. I mean, when, when you're going up against City these days in a title race, you, you pretty much have to win every single game. Um, so there's 13 games left. It's it's 13 cup finals for Liverpool. If they really want to keep the pressure on City and make them drop points, did oh. I cut out? Down at his back. Sorry. Yeah, you cut out for a second. We're about to yeah. celebrate and move on to the City. Uh, no, go on. Yeah. So if, yeah, obviously if City... Uh, if we want to keep the pressure on City, we just got to keep winning games. So 13 cup finals to go for Liverpool and we'll see what happens. But it, it, Mitch, are you as bullish as Jimmy on United locking in a top four spot? I don't trust us, no. <laughs> but I have trust issues, so it's different. Um, <laughs> but you're a closet boy, single. Fan anyway as well. That's why he's single. Look, yeah. I'm You've got to trust and open yourself up. Be vulnerable. To be hurt? No, not by United again. Yeah, Come sure. on. They just do it to me too often. But no, look, I've got hope. Um, I, I can't – the way they're playing at the moment, they're actually starting to put some wins together. It's starting to look a little bit more consistent. You know, Varane didn't play, which I actually enjoyed seeing. Lindelof played really, really well, actually. I thought he was, you know, close to a man-of-the-match performance. So if there's a bit of something happening in De Gea pulled off another big save. Oh, but De Gea's back. I mean, we last year we sort of – or what, a year, year or two ago, we wrote him off and, you know, it was no, Henderson that. That was UNL. De come back. We all did, Jimmy, just because no. you're a team of the week keeper, you know. <laughs> no, I'm on the bench. I'm not on the field. It doesn't count. Well, for, for your keeper to be the best player on the pitch every week, it mm. tells a story, doesn't it, really? It does. It does. I mean, the defence is woeful. So he shouldn't be. He shouldn't have to save that many shots. 
It's just, yeah. Mm. It's all right. It's fine. Top four is fine. And then, we, you know, and the new manager will come on board and mm. Ronaldo's going to leave, which is okay because that might do that. That might do wonders for the culture in the in the change rooms. I'm off him at the moment, um, and and things will turn, turn around. It'll be fine. Media too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. I am. side of the story, uh, but I think it's it's all to do with that goal difference as well. I mean, I don't know what it's like at the moment, but I mean, that's when when you're fighting for those those top four positions, even relegation and stuff like that. That goal difference is so is is key. Mm. Right now, at the moment for Tottenham, and I'm not being negative. Maybe I am, but we're at zero goal difference. So um, you know, you kind of think. Yeah, I mean the goal difference you bring up. I mean West Ham are on eleven, United are on ten, Arsenal are on ten, Wolves are on five. So you're not yeah. you're you're fair off, but you're not that far off if you know if your results go your way and if you keep scoring. I mean, if you can put three past City, surely that's a few past you know some poorer teams. So it shows how crap we are. Fighting for fourth position. Mm. I mean, I didn't want to put it out there. Chelsea's on 31, and then you got obviously Liverpool and City up in the 40s, mid 40s. So it says a lot about that mid table fight, so to speak. And then you've got pretty much every team from ninth onwards is in the negatives. So it says a lot about the strength of the top ladder. And, you know, Brighton's a team we all sort of thought were a chance to do something good. Table, don't say the L word. <laughs> Alan hates that. Hey, that was a perfect segue as well for the next the next talking point, wasn't it, Nico? You wanted to talk about relegation. I did want to talk about relegation because two of those in the bottom three that, I mean, we wrote off, maybe except Mitch, us other three wrote off. Watford win, uh, Burnley win. I mean, Burnley They've won one game prior to the weekend, and then they come out and blow Brighton away 3-0. Luck. Uh, away from home, if you don't mind. So, mm. I mean, Mitch, they're, they're your boys. So where the hell did that come from? Uh, look, let's be honest here. I, I won't try and make it all sound pretty. Um, Brighton, we're missing a few players, so let's oh, let's put that in there. Few. But uh, the reserves on. Otherwise, we finally saw Wouch just do his thing. You know? Wood. I'm pronouncing Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Wood. Wood. Yeah. He's turned up, he's had a few games, he's used to the cold, and he's here to play now. And he's and he's leading them around. You know, he held the ball up really well. He dropped into the midfield when need be. His goal was good. He's hit an assist. I, you know, I'm excited about him. And I'm going to throw another team out there that we all thought was safe mid, 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 yeah. all thought was safe midway through. But Brentford, their next three matches, Norwich, Newcastle, and Burnley. Oh, they've got to get some serious points there. Otherwise, Burnley could catch them. And mm. Brentford could drop into that relegation battle and be the team that we didn't think would be down there at this point of the year. Yeah. But for me, I think, look, I don't want to read too much and get too confident about Burnley uh, over Brighton, but it was it was convincing. And to beat Brighton the way they did is is impressive, even if you take out the fact that they're missing some players. So Yeah. What do you mean the way they did? Did you watch it? Like, they had 31% possession, hardly had the ball. Did you like that way of I playing? Mean, that's, that's Sean Dyche, isn't it? Isn't that what... Is, well, have Burnley ever have Burnley ever dominated possession? They don't. No, that's, that's not how they roll. That's true. But did you enjoy? Do you enjoy that style of football? It's not how I coach. No, but you got to coach what you've got. And Sean Dyche does not have players that can play football, unfortunately, or not hold well, the ball. Geez, for you've long spent the last half an hour pumping them up, and now you say they can play football because they do what they need to do to get the win. It's not. It's not under ten. You're not trying to teach them how to play pretty football. You're there to get results. And you know, yes, it's like at the start of the season, but they're getting them now. After one game, and they continue to, you know, well, they do have eleven draws. To be fair, that, that still counts as a result. I'll back you up. 
Yeah, all right, Mitch. We'll see. They'll still get relegated, but that's all right. You make a good point about Brentford, though. I mean, it's a big three weeks coming up. You'd expect them to beat those teams if they want to stay up. If you lose, then they don't deserve it. Um, But it's Ericsson's first game coming up this week. Is it? Is he? He's played in the reserves a couple. Did he play in the reserves? How did he go? Uh, Yeah, I think he played full ninety minutes. I think. Good. Good. Got an assist on the first on his first game. Nice. You don't put to, but like you, no one really expects him to perform at, at, at the top straight away. So I'd be eased into it nicely, but it'd be good to see him back. I think he'll be in the, he was expected to play in the first team this week. Mm. Hopefully on the bench or something. That'd be cool. Mm. Yeah. It'd be good to see him. And they need him as well, Brentford. They, they, they're in desperate need for oh, a few See, attackers. look at the pressure. It's already starting from Nick. <laughs> Talk about Lisa. pressure. This, this is a bit off topic, but um, we forgot to bring it up in the past segment about the top yeah. four race. I wanted to touch on the Wolves win. Um, they no. obviously beat Leicester. And last week we spoke about Brendan Rodgers being under pressure. Well, no, I thought, you I said thought, he, was under, he was under pressure. You said, I don't think he's under pressure. That's too much. Every time, you know, a few losses in a row. But we said injuries, this was the Nicholas. big derby. This was a big derby. It was a Midland derby, you know, Wolves versus Leicester. They've been in a pretty rough patch of form, you'd have to say, the Foxes. And then they go and lose yeah. that as well. They're sitting in 11th. But I, I don't want to bring it up. Look, it's done well, you've now. You've done it now. Oh, no. you brought it up. I'm just saying it, it's worth keeping an eye on. It's worth keeping an eye on. And also Wolves edging towards top four. Don't write them off. That's all no. I'm saying. I don't think they score enough. I mean, they scored on the weekend. I, don't, I just don't think. I don't rate the Wolves. I don't rate the Wolves. I think they'll stay where they are. They're a mid-table team and... That's where they'll stay. Gee, Jimmy's Jimmy's pretty rough. I mean, if they again, if they win their two games in hand, they're level on points. With Al was shaking his head. Was that at me? Last week, Jimmy, they beat Man United away from home one nil. Remember, and then they beat Tottenham two nil. So you know you you can't write them off. But yeah, I think we we spoke on it last week. I don't think they're going to be strong enough. Mm. Um, You got the Gooners. You got United. Tottenham got Spurs. Yep. West, West Ham dropping off, as you said. So we'll see see what happens there. West Ham, yep. yep. Everyone's got like five or six games on in hand on them as well. So or three games. Hey, Alan, can I ask you a question? If you played in, in a Premier League game at the moment and you started up top, how many touches would you say you'd get? Um, probably more than seven, right? Oh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> your man Lukaku only got seven. Probably track back a bit, you know, like Lukaku doesn't, he's not that sort of player to uh, you know, come back, track, track, and look for the ball, is he? So, uh, and if he's not getting them. You, you know what the interesting he, thing about yeah. his seven touches is, is that that includes uh, the kickoff from like oh. halftime or the start of the match and then from the, um, so yeah, so really it was six. Six. You would have to say. To, actually, sorry, back to Jimmy's question. I get seven touches and I'd probably get, a yellow card and a red card. <laughs> Job done. So that's Job it. done. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, is it more Lukaku or is it the team and, and the structure of the team? I think it's the team and the way. I mean, he said it before. He came out in, in that um, interview that it doesn't doesn't fit in the setup. Mm. Um, Conte said, didn't he? He said that he would he would play him a little bit diff- differently. He was a bit vocal about that. Yeah. Did Chelsea have to change that? I mean, did Chelsea need Lukaku? Why did they sign him? Did they sign him just for the sake of their rivals, you know, not buying him? I just don't feel like they they really need him. I mean, they still won the game with 
while he got seven well, touches. Didn't, didn't Mitch minutes. say he was the, the the second best striker in the world at the start of the season, and he was raving and about how good he was. I mean, didn't he come from the Serie A, Jimmy? So that would definitely sound more <laughs> something you'd say. He but, did, uh, but that, no. There's a lot about the Serie A, if you ask me. Not no, really. It just, it just says that they can't uh, get their tactics right to uh, utilise someone like him. Oh, well, there's no doubt that the tactics are involved there, but you got to question oh, any any manager knows exactly what they want their players to do. So clearly he hasn't gone out there and done that. But then why leave him on the pitch for so long? If he's not getting himself involved in the game, you're effectively just leaving a statue there that's not doing anything. And, you know, you're effectively playing with 10. Mm-hmm. So for me, they've bought him. They clearly had a plan at the start, thought they could do X, Y, Z after seeing him playing in Serie A. That hasn't obviously, you know, formulated into playing in the Premier League. But look, he'll probably still serve his purpose when they play cup matches because they can just drop him in, you know, a 20-minute job and they'll like, you know, we'll use him in Premier League games where they want to rest. But teams don't need strikers. We're seeing that more. But Rom's not doing it at the moment. They've and got to, they've got to utilize him. They've got to utilize him, man. It's like when they're talking about Sancho, how he wasn't making an impact at United, but that's because in Germany, he was so structured. So many instructors, you run here, you do this. When the ball's there, you're running into this part. This is how we're going to play. When you get to England, it's like, go out and play. And that's the same with Lukaku. Go out and play. That's what it is. Not enough tactics. He doesn't know where to run. Look at Alan laughing. It's true. Yes. 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 Giacarini, when he came and he said, you know what? I come to the EPL from the Serie A. It's like playing social league. You go out there with your mates. And then (laughs) the role of the coach is basically just to be a man manager. With, with the Sancho, there's this argument there with the Sancho. Sancho had Ole. Come on, we knew there was no tactics there. Tuchel's got tactics. There's a big difference between Sancho and the, the, the come on. So Jimmy right. reckons just to play in the Premier League, you just need to run around like a headless chook and, you know, try and find the ball yourself. There's no tactics at all. Club World Champions, Chelsea as well. And Lukaku scored in that one, didn't he? In the final? Yeah, no, yeah. did he? Wasn't it a penalty each? The semi-final. Maybe the semi-final. I think the final was a penalty each. I think it was, yeah, a real blockbuster game, that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was much in it. But maybe in the semi, he might have scored. Um, but, yeah, no, it, I, you've got to utilise him. He's a, he's a great player. He actually is a good player. Yeah, obviously. Jeez, have a look at the he, silence. He no, I mean, no, he's, he's obviously <laughs> don't all run to back me up at once. I mean, like you said, we talked him up at the start of the season. He's got all the tools to be a good, the best strike in the world. He's got the speed. He's, you know, physical. He can score with his head. Obviously, yeah. he's got a good shot on him. He's, he's a complete striker when he's in the right system. You know, it doesn't seem to be working at Chelsea. It was one of the worst performances we've seen in a in, on the f- football field for a while. And there actually was another one, Michaela Moore, New Zealand. Our mm. own goal hat trick. Perfect. Perfect own goal. Left foot, right foot header. It got better. That's true. I didn't think of that actually. You don't see that. I mean, have we ever seen anything like that before? Not since I coached under sevens and they kick it in their own goal because <laughs> I don't know which way they're running. To be honest, that's the last time I saw anything like this. Anyway, it made me think, boys, I want to go around and hear from each of you what the worst performance you've ever seen on, on a football field is. Yeah. Have we yeah. thought? Have we thought about it, Jimmy? Do you have one? Well, the, the the one that comes to mind, and I feel bad for saying this because it could it could happen to everyone. But but Zelko Kalak, when he, he was was chosen for the Croatia Socceroos game, um, and he just had an absolute mare. Um, at the one that rolled over him as well, and he shouldn't have really played that game. He got chosen because um, 
you know, Gus Hiddink wanted him to play because he understood Croatian and it was against his home country and um, he could probably, his height would, would have uh, worked well for the, for the crosses that were coming in, but he had an absolute mare and I feel sorry for him, but that's, that's the only performance I think I've watched and, and felt, oh, other than obviously your mate, um, Carius uh, in, in the final that's against Real Madrid. So gonna... other than that, but yeah, for Zelko Kalach, that was, uh, I felt sick watching it, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was going to say Karius as well. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that would have to be up at the top of my radar. But Al, what about you? Yeah, I don't really, I don't really have anything at the moment. At any time watching Spurs when they lose. <laughs> Al, you've watched 80 years of football, surely. Oh, no, I, you I can know. find something. You've got to miss. Let's, let's, uh, let's come back to me. Because um, okay. I'm, I'm going to go a managerial thing that just really frustrated me. And actually, this is a game mm. that Jimmy and Nick, we, we attended, uh, where we watched Manchester City. <laughs> Try and play Melbourne a long City. ball. Sorry, Melbourne City. Sorry, Melbourne Melbourne City. City. <laughs> sorry, the City group is getting more confused. We watched Melbourne <laughs> City for 90 minutes just Easily to mix play them long up. ball. Similar level. <laughs> Very similar. But we watched Melbourne City just play long ball to a six foot four centre back mm. who just cleared it every time. And they did it for 90 minutes. And it was just at some point, you've got to think your professional footballers, if your coach can't work it out, surely one of you goes, maybe we should avoid the six foot four centre half. But they didn't for 90 minutes. And what did they lose? They lost 1-0. So we're getting Patrick Kisnorbo on the pod next week to have a chat with Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to take him through the coaching academy. We see that all the time in the A-League. No offence, but, you know. It's just we the do. reality there at the at the moment. Al's had his little Google. Uh, who have you got? <laughs> what have you? I can't remember the name. It's probably that Ali. Uh, we, we spoke about it the other day. You know, uh, George Ware's cousin Ali Dyer. Uh, he came on for um, who was he playing for? He played. Yeah, he came on against Leeds, and yeah. then, and Graham Sooners uh, bought him or got him on, and he was apparently George Ware's cousin. Oh, yeah, you did mention that Fantastic. last week or the week before, uh, yeah. About five minutes because he was just, just woeful, obviously. But that was, you know, he's literally five minutes of fame for him. Well, five minutes more than we had, so. Very Good true. Very true. Mm. Uh, well, that's fair enough. And you, actually, um, talking about a mayor, Jose Mourinho had one over in Italy again. Oh, Mitch, not really. I mean, Jimmy. Why? Didn't he get sent off? He got sent off, but I mean, they saved the game. I mean, they they did they did draw, but both of his substitutes came on and scored. And one of them was uh, Volpato, who is Australian, mm. and he's the first Australian to score since Marco Bresciano. Um, and surely he's and he's the youngest Serie A player this season to score as well. Um, get him, mate. And Graham Arnold doesn't even have him in the squad. Get him awesome. in. If Jimmy, Marine, this boy that the A-League clubs said wasn't good enough? Yeah. Yes. Same boy, same boy. And he came on, he finally, he came on in the, oh, towards the end of the game and, and smacked one in. They were 2-0 down against Verona and he made some good stubs, Mourinho. But you know how he is. He's very vocal and he was having a go at the refs and they ended up sending him off, which is built, whatever. It's just part of it. But still, they should have been 2-0 down. But the fact that both of his subs came on and scored was uh, was pretty good. But this, you know, Volpato is, is a... I think he's a, he's a good talent. I mean, if he can come on for Mourinho and he has faith in him, surely he can play in the Australian squad. What do you reckon, boys? I mean, it's not really a hard team to break into at the moment. So, yeah, I, I have to agree. Play the surely kids. Surely he has to. Play yeah. the kids. Play I the think kids. Australia have to take him anyway, just so Italy, because he's got an Italian passport. So he do, Yeah, he's dual passport. So yeah, um, we've got to take him straight away just to purely make sure no one else can get him. 
Like, if you can come you, on in the city on school, you've you've got some talent. Oh, mm-hmm. you're better than what I think we've got players that are playing in the Japanese leagues and not even the top division. So, mm-hmm. and they're still managing to get a gigs. So, surely someone that plays Serie A, worth a crack. Definitely. And speaking of Serie A, I mean, the best league in the world is very, very exciting as well. We saw last week. I mean, when Juventus drew to Torino and then Nick goes, oh, look at that top fours all sold up. Juventus can't win. They're pathetic, this and that. And then all of a sudden, Roma draw, Milan draw to the bottom team, Salernitana. They draw. So that's, that's an opportunity that about gone. about Milan, mate. I'm trying to tell you. Then they're actually okay. Just relax. It's, it's just showing that the bottom team in the city are is as good as the top. Then Fiorentina beat Atalanta. Then Inter lose to Sassuolo. No one wants to take the top spot. Lazio draw, Napoli draw. Exciting stuff. I've I've never seen a better season than this than uh, than this year. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. So you you can't look away in the city are. And also, I mean, this is a great segue to the Champions League because. Look, Inter did surprise Liverpool. It took them a bit easy, and it's not over yet. I don't have to wear the Liverpool <laughs> jersey yet. There's well, still time. Mate, what size uh, shirt are you? <laughs> no, not yet. Every just wait and more. just believe. That's, so they have to score it, at least two goals at Anfield. It's, yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. There's no away goals anymore. It's okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They they did trouble. They did trouble Liverpool. I'll give you that, Jimmy. Um, the first forty five, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a grind, and then they actually came out the better team in the second half. Inter, but it, it was the depth. The depth um, that that proved the difference. Um, Liverpool make up. three subs. Jurgen Klopp make three subs, and um, yeah, and Liverpool just ran over the top of them in the last half an hour or so. I don't know. I'm usually pretty. I usually keep a lid on it, um, but I just can't see Inter turning around at Anfield. Not many teams do it down there, so they got to win by two goals. It's not gonna happen. They're just not good enough. Mm. They don't have the uh, the skill, the class. Inter two nil. It'll go to, depends, and um, yeah, Inter will go through. <laughs> depends. The fact that it actually would go to depends is just. Yeah. I know. Don't lose the faith. <laughs> well, you can have all the faith you want in them. Yeah. Um, boys, let's move on to the, the Premier League players of the week. Um, we'll move oh, on to the yes. previews a little bit later on. Let's do the players Wait. of the week. And look, before we actually get stuck into it, I wouldn't be surprised if this would be the first week where we have three Tottenham players or well, three players from that. the same club. I was going to say that, Nick. If they, these guys don't put any of the Tottenham players down there, it's, I think it's crazy. There just wasn't many other standouts, but I'm interested oh, to see what I've got them. come up with here. I've got them. Al, you kick us off anyway. It'll be interesting to see who you pick out of the, the three. I'm going to pick the whole of Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Conte. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can't do that, I'm afraid. That doesn't count. <laughs> but I mean, there are so many. There's so many players to pick from. Obviously, you've got Larissa. Did you see Larissa's save in the second half? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That was world class. <laughs> Romero, The Rock. You know, you've got Sun, Cooler Sexy. Uh, <laughs> you know, they were phenomenal from start to finish. We need one player, Alan. It has to be Harry Kane. Oh, it has to be. It's the best game he's played for a while against the team um, that won him so badly. Mm. It's funny that he decided to show up in that game. It's almost like he was just putting in his resume for the summer. But, yeah, 
I think definitely, definitely an obvious one. Mitch? I was sort of hoping you'd go Jimmy first because I had a I, I had a United player, but I'm like, no, Jimmy will want to take him, so I'm not going to do it. I didn't want to go a Tottenham right. player because I knew Al would spend another 10 minutes. Wow. Beat Man City away. That, like Man City hadn't, you know, they lost two points in the last 40 <laughs> since that game. Right? Have a look at Alan. I'm, I'm with you, Al. I agree. I'm, I'm just as impressed. opened but... up the whole, the whole Premier League again, right? How can you not go for a Tottenham player, even if you hate Tottenham like most mm. people do, right? Understandably. How could you not? I know. I, I, look, <laughs> I agree with you, Alan. I was probably going to go Harry Kane as well, but. You took I Harry you... Kane, so I had to move elsewhere. And there's only one place I'm moving. We all know where it is. Ben Tancor. <laughs> Woot. It's Woot. Bout. Bout. I'm, I'm just going to pronounce it differently every time just to annoy you. And I'm going to do it till I'm going to do it till Burnley get out of the relegation part of the table. And that's and that's the only time I'll stop. And that's why. One goal, one assist. He's been the change. He's been the reason. If that was Chris Wood there, they're not doing it. And just before we move on past Chris Wood, did we all hear about him meowing apparently at Kurt Zuma? Oh, did he? No, I didn't. Yes, I missed that. Apparently, That's apparently throughout the match he was meowing at Kurt Zuma. And for me, Chris Wood is almost worth the twenty-five million dollars. <laughs> mate, get him. That's the he's my player of the week. That's great. Do that. Get Contract extension right there. Mate. I like that. There's your bonus. Don't worry about goals. <laughs> that is funny. I actually didn't hear about that. Like um, it. that's good banter. Good do, you banter. To, do, you, do you want me to give mine? Yeah, yeah. And, right. Oh, geez, that's yeah, too no, impressed. I'll tell you why. If, if we have t- to, anyway, no, I'm if we have to, it is the three. It's undoubtedly the three. You know why? Because you want people that that make an impact, and without them, this result, which will decide their whole season, would not have happened. And it's more decisive than than Harry Kane. It's Joe Willock. Oh, decisive dear. touch, brilliant. Sorry, Al. With, I'm sorry. Without him, Newcastle would have lost this. It would have dampened their spirits. The The run would have ended, but they are surviving and they're moving up the table. And, you know, he's only 22, but the runs he was making and and the impact that he had and that brilliant touch to, to save the game, it's three votes. I thought you'd at least go Sancho. No. No, I didn't want to be too biased. I wanted to be real this week. Fair, 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 very fair. The first time he decides not to be biased. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's an interesting choice. Um, the I, right just feel, choice. I just feel sorry for Son because I feel like he tore Tottenham apart and he oh, was probably... Him. You know, it's either going to be... Son oh, so he tore City apart. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know why one of these guys hasn't... Yeah. Yeah, well, crazy. And then Kulisevsky as well on debut to get a goal and assist. Well, what about Joe Willock? Joe Willock. Mm. Doesn't really look. Yes, I guess he scored a goal. Um, crucial for Newcastle. I don't think yeah. it compares, but I don't know. Um, Always. It's all about the top made six. made my job easier, actually. Always about the big six. <laughs> it's, made, it's made my job easier picking the three, two, and one because it was Son and Kane and Kulisevsky and or Lloris, it would have been a lot harder. But Kane has to take the three votes this week. No doubt about it. Um, Woot Weghorst, he's he's a weapon up front. um, (laughs) It's catching on. For Burnley. He is, though. He's he's a gun. He's going to be a good player for them, Um, whether it's in the Premier League or the Championship. He'll be good. (laughs) And sorry, Jimmy, but Joe Willock, one vote. That's all right. At least he gets a vote this season. He'll be happy with that. (laughs) Gets a vote. That's it. 
That's it. Um, guys, there's actually, over the next few days, oh, a lot of football there's happening. There's football everywhere. Um, it's coming out of our ears and I was going to say something else, but. Yeah, well, it's coming uh, out of the app, so make sure you download it. It is. It's coming out of get, Live. We've got Champions League midweek. We've got midweek Premier League. Um, Liverpool leads. We spoke about that massive game. We've got the Carabao Cup on the weekend as well. Liverpool versus Chelsea Carabao Cup final Monday morning. Sorry, it's it's all happening. It's all happening. So, out of all the games we have to pick from, which is the one that you guys are looking forward to the most? Villarreal Juventus Champions League. I like Seven AM. As you're listening to this, you'd probably. You might have had a little bit of a sleep in. You might have missed it, but Juventus won 2 0 against Villarreal away from home. There you go. There you go. I like that. Bit of Champions League football. Yep. Good to have it back. Mitch. Well, we look, we know I'm all Prem. It's just, I want to see all about that battle down at the bottom. <laughs> but I'll be very interested between Newcastle and Brentford, the start of where Burnley can start to climb out. Can Newcastle put them to the sword? Joe Willock to score a hat trick. We've picked two left field <laughs> picks here. Out of all the bloody block- blockbusters we've got, we've got a yeah, relegation. They're not battle. all mainstream, Nicholas. We like the authenticity of football and the real stuff. Yeah, the, that's you know. it. That's it. That's what you get on the offside report. It's not about all the million dollar teams. You know, you've got to mix it up. <laughs> and here comes Al. Al, he's studying hard. He's looking at the figure. Obviously, we've got the Burnley from a Tottenham fan. I'm being biased. I've just been about Tottenham the whole pod, yeah. really, here. <laughs> That's Burnley, fair enough. Burnley Thursday and then Leeds away, two away games. But as I said, we're doing quite well away from home. Uh, two tough games. We didn't talk about Leeds going, you know, struggling down there at the bottom as well. You know, mm. they're being yeah. pulled into that dogfight. So we'll have to see what happens there. Mm. Um, but sure. hopefully, a couple of wins. And they've got they've got Liverpool at Anfield during the week, and that's probably one that I'm going to be looking forward to the most. We want to close that gap down to uh, three points on the leaders, City. That's I think yeah, that's definitely the one to keep an eye on. And West Ham Wolves as well. West Ham Wolves battle for the top four, if you don't mind, like that. And obviously the Carabao Cup final, first piece of silverware up for grabs. Actually, who? What's your tip for the Carabao Cup final? Give us your tip, boys. Who cares? It's Mickey Mouse. Let's move. Who the on. hell? Who? Who's it's even Mickey in Mouse it? until your team actually competes in it? And uh, who's even in the final? It mean anything. You don't. It's it's tin pot cup. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Legit. all right, okay, fair enough. So, no. I mean, it's still a trophy. <laughs> it's still silverware. I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not, you know, the, the competition you really take care of. But right. uh, until you reach a semi-final, it, I think it, it it begins to be, you know, it's a piece of silverware. I'm sure Chelsea Tottenham three would now. accept that. Lukaku with a brace. Lukaku hat trick. <laughs> Turns up. And he only, has, he only has nine more touches. So, you know, it's fine. He scores them this time. Yeah. Three touches, three goals, maybe. That's it. We're good. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going Salah hat trick, three now. Um <laughs> It'll be a blizzard that we called off. <laughs> and Liverpool will love that, won't it? So move on to the next. <laughs> no, Liverpool, I'm hoping obviously Liverpool to win it. You know, Chelsea are winning everything at the moment, aren't they? So they are. World Cup, World Cup winners, Club World Cup. But now that's a Mickey Mouse tournament. Oh, here we go. That's just because Liverpool didn't make it. That's exactly right, Mitch. <laughs> I'm glad you're learning now. <laughs> they've won it before and they've got the little star that, that Jimmy's going to be wearing 
from next week, basically. No, we'll see. We'll see. see. Wait, Chelsea are going to put a star on their logo. No, he's saying that you guys won it in the past and you had the star oh. on your jersey and now that's oh. apparently Liverpool's going to beat Inter. I've got to wear it next week. The gold badge, yeah. He's got to oh, wear it. that ready to go. Pod until the end of the season, right? That was the deal. Just one off on the pod. No, no, no. No. Every pod. It was every pod. We have to go back to It that. was. We'll go back to the tape. It was one off All if right, it we'll, happens we'll because they're coming back. We're on penalties. Watch Inter and Danovic. Bang. That's every it. pod, you have to wear it. <laughs> Now, until we, we actually get the recording of that, boys, plenty of football uh, to be seen in the coming week. You can catch it all live in the EPL Live app. And, you know, until next Tuesday, when Liverpool could actually have a trophy to their name, oh. hopefully. Oh, oh God. I'll see you boys then. <laughs>